I'm Indy. Thanks for stopping into my place. Listen to that. Ah, it's a beautiful afternoon here in northern Illinois. Wind. Wind chimes. But how do you know it's real? How do you know I'm just not faking you? How do you know... How do you know anything anymore? How do you know that I'm not just running a deep fake? Have you ever heard that term before? I hadn't really heard that term until today. I was fascinated by it, so I thought I would do a quick podcast on it. Yeah, deep fake. Well, let me go back to the 70s for just a second. You know, there was a commercial when I was growing up. Everybody had cassette recorders and these big reel-to-reel recorders. And everybody wanted to have a perfect recording, right? So the commercial went something like, is it live or is it Memorex? Because they would have a singer that could break a crystal glass and they would be singing and they would break the glass. And then they would play it on, uh, you know, with Memorex on the, on the tape. And, uh, of course, the glass would shatter. And, and the big question then would be, was that live or was that Memorex? Yeah, because you couldn't tell. Well, today, they can do something like that, but way, way, way better. That's called a deep fake. Why is it called deep fake? Well, because it uses AI, as in deep learning, to fake you. They now have these computers that can watch video. So, let's say a politician or a star. It can watch thousands of pictures, clips of videos, samples of their voice... And with deep learning AI technology, it can munch it all up together and they can make it look and say whatever they want. And it's getting scarily close to looking absolutely real and very, very hard to detect. So what does that mean for us as we move forward to the next election? I mean, that's really, really scary. Okay? Matter of fact, it's becoming such a problem that the Pentagon has hired researchers here and around the world to come together with software that can detect these fakes and eliminate them. But oh, it's not that easy. You see, the AI keeps getting smarter and smarter. And the truly sophisticated AI has two levels to it. One is creating the fake, and the other side is looking at it like a critic. It's detecting its own fake. And only after it fakes itself out is the video or whatever they're working on complete. Yeah, and the Pentagon researchers said, we're outnumbered. There's a hundred different AI specialists working on perfecting this, to every one of us that's trying to detect it and make sure it doesn't get out there. And of course, they're calling on Facebook and Twitter and everybody to be hunting for it too, but, you know, that's not as easy as it sounds. So, yeah, what can we do about it? How can we make sure we're not getting faked out? Well, I have a couple of ideas. They're pretty simple, but I think they're worth talking about. I'll be right back. So now, what do we do? Now that we don't know what's real or what's not, 
Hmm. Ah, I long for the days when the internet was young, and for the most part it was informational, and you could, uh, you know, trust what you were looking at. You know, when I was growing up, the news profession was honorable, or at least it seemed to be, and there were only so many major networks. I think there was a level of professionalism and um, a commitment to accuracy that I don't think is there today. If it is, it's underneath a pile of rabble. <laughs> you have to disseminate and look and search. Uh, it's not not the world that I grew up in. Mm-mm. You, you know what it reminds me of? You know, we grew up, we grew up just going out with fast food or, you know, going to the store and buying things. And we just kind of expected it was good for us. I mean, if it said 100% beef on there, we, we didn't question that. Um, you know, look, cigarettes were, uh, you know, <laughs> supposed to make you the Marlboro man or, uh, Virginia Slims. You, you came a long way and, uh, all that kind of stuff. We were far more trusting and look, look what came out. You know, whenever there's money involved, whenever there's money to be made, there's things you have to be careful of. And at some point, the news media became entertainment. It became shock jock. It became click on this and click on that. And then, of course, there's you know other countries with other um, motivations towards wanting you to steer from one candidate to another. There's so much more going on out there. So what we did back then was we took it into our own hands. We demanded that the calories were put on what we were buying. We demanded to know the carbohydrates and the protein and the vitamins. And we became smart consumers. We looked at the reviews. We looked at the labels. Yeah, those are cookies and the package looks great. But then we would flip it over. And then we would check. That's how we had to handle nutrition, because of media and because of marketing, you know. We have to do it again. We have to become smart media consumers. It might be fun to look at things, but we have to remember, we don't know for sure. Anything is possible, especially when it comes to something important like politics or people's reputation. Don't make a knee-jerk reaction. We need to double-check. We need to verify. We need to look at the source it's coming from. And we also have to look at the pattern of what we know about that person or situation. Does it match up with a pattern? I guess it's going to boil down to we're going to have to do our fact-checking. And then we're going to have to trust our intuition. And we're also have to gonna go back to looking at printed material. We're going to have to get monthly magazines from trusted organizations and make informed decisions. That sounds like a lot of work. I don't want to do it necessarily, but I don't think there's any other way to go. And maybe I can't do it about everything, but the important decisions, I'm definitely going to do that. And as I get closer to something big like an election, I'm going to start shutting down my social media early and start paying more attention to publications and what my intuition is telling me. Yeah, that's what we have to do. Smart media consumers. Mm-hmm. Anyway, those are my thoughts. Um, you're, feel free to send me an email or a voice message. Tell me what yours are. Be glad to post those. 
In the meantime, I really appreciate you for listening and stopping in. I'm Indy. Wait, I better check. <laughs> well, I'm 99.999% sure. I'm Indy. Thanks for stopping into my place.